To get to the popular Greek island of Santorini, travelers are faced with language barriers, transportation challenges, and steep price tags. So is it worth it? You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust. You're listening to the Travel FOMO podcast, and we are kind of coming towards the end of season seven of Mediterranean Europe. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. That's right. My name is Hillary Houghton, and I'm here with my husband, Jamin. And uh, in this podcast episode, it's all really proof that this man right here can adapt to anything and fly by the seat of his pants in the moments that really matter in life. <laughs> Somewhat begrudgingly, but yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> things are going to get real. Now I'll hear how you really feel about all of this in this episode. <laughs> Okay, so first, let's address the question that I posed in the intro, which mm-hmm. is, is it really worth it? Because it is pretty intense to try to get to Santorini. <laughs> yes, getting there is difficult. It's pretty difficult. But I would say that, yes, it's worth it. It does take effort. Yes, it does mm-hmm. take effort. But it is worth it. The language barrier is honestly not even really a problem. Um, but the prices are indeed steep and the transportation does require a bit of research. Yes. Yeah, it uh, it's a little tough to negotiate getting around. But it's definitely beautiful and definitely worth it. The pricing is hard to handle. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're like us coming from Peros, where everything's really affordable. Yeah. And laid back and this is quite a change of of pace from that yeah so do you did you think it was worth it i did it's beautiful there yeah it's just amazing and you see lots of pictures of it and you know it's beautiful going into it so you expect it to be Mm -hmm. but it's so much more than what the picture can can provide to you like yeah. it, it really is amazing yeah for sure but it didn't start out amazing for us no. <laughs> as always we have transportation issues <laughs> constantly <laughs> well it's the whole it's the whole ferry system so for us we talked about this a little bit with payros but we'll we'll quickly recap for you what was going on we were staying in Peros and we had intended to come to santorini as a day trip yeah because we had looked up Ferry schedules and things like that, and we'll be able to, we were like, oh, it's a two-hour ferry ride. So we'll be able to go in the morning and come back in the evening, see Santorini, not have to pay to stay there. Yeah. Not have to relocate again and do all of that, but just a day trip, which we'd done a bunch of day trips by train all over Europe, and they made tons of sense and were way worth it. So we thought, oh, this will kind of be the same. We can see the schedule. We know what to do. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people had said, and when we were looking into Santorini, a lot of people were like, you just need to come take your photos and you'll be good. (laughs) Right. And you'll check that box. Yeah. 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 Because it really is just about seeing it and it's not a huge place. Right. So it's, it's pretty quick and easy to see. And the ferry system just doesn't play nice. (laughs) So Jamin is not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) We like, we booked a a ferry that was going to leave at 10 15. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be able to kind of have our morning get on the ferry. And I think that was the first ferry out too. Yeah. Something and like that. so we were like, okay, we'll take this 10 15 ferry. We booked a ferry to come back at 5 15. So it would leave Santorini at 5 15. We'd be back around seven, eight o'clock, have dinner and every, everyone's happy. <laughs> it was an amazing experience. But, um, 
We book all those, and no sooner did we book them. Like, not much longer, and we got notified that our return trip had gotten moved up. Mm-hmm. Not only did it get moved up, it got moved up by seven hours. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, which meant that our return trip was going to leave Santorini before we would arrive to Santorini. Oh, my gosh. So, even if we had wanted to, physically impossible for us to now take the scheduled trip. Right. And... That which, by the way, the ferry system, like the first ferries of the day, typically leave on time. And then you'll notice like they immediately get behind schedule Mm -hmm. and remain behind schedule for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I understand that it's the ocean and there's wind and things like that. But... But that is not good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not because it always happens. It's like they were, it's like they put up the schedule and they're like, well, there was one day where this trip happened in this time. So we'll allot that much time for it for every day from now on. Yeah. And I feel like any other industry would just adjust their time and be like, you know what? This takes longer than we thought it did. Here's, here's a more realistic look at it. But that's not the case. And they don't really care. Yeah, they don't really care. It's kind of just understood that they don't um, have to provide that level of service. Right. It's not like, oh, hey, guys, we're kind of running behind. It's just like we're running like this is how this is how it goes. Yeah. So we really kind of were faced with this dilemma of like, what do we do now? Do we try to book another ferry back? But like and now like our our confidence in the ferry system is, is sort of shot. Yeah. Well, and we've invested so much money already. Are we going to get any of that money back? Right. We've already bought these tickets. Yeah. There were kind of past the time where you can cancel for free or whatever. And and the hotline was closed for the day because yeah. I was like trying yes. to make phone calls and it was too late. Yeah. We were, we were basically like, well, what, what do we do? And so we considered not going to Santorini. Mm-hmm. We we're like, well, maybe, I mean, maybe it just doesn't work for us. Our accommodation where we're staying is here in Peros. So maybe we just spend another day in Peros and then eventually go to Mykonos toward the end of our trip. And when it came down to it, um, really we left it up to you because Greece was kind of your deal and like really important to you. That was like a really meaningful thing for me too, because you like, I was getting really stressed out. We were both really stressed out. Yeah. And And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And you said, you should do whatever you want. And let's just, you make the call because this is your thing. Like you've, you've talked about doing this ever since I've known you. Like you want to go to Santorini. And so you have to decide how important this is. I can't decide that for you. Yeah. This is going to have to be your call. But you were totally on board with whatever that decision was. And I knew, I could tell by the way you were couching it all that you really wanted me to be okay with the decision and that you're really more worried about me being happy. It was really sweet. (laughs) Well, and it, I mean, ultimately it worked out really well. We decided like, okay, we're going to have to go and stay. Yeah. Basically. So even though we have this Airbnb in Paros, we're going to go to Santorini and stay the night there. And so then it became, can we find a place to stay? This is extremely last minute, which I think ended up helping us book a place that would otherwise be more expensive, Mm -hmm. but we were able to get it cheaper because 
it was last minute. Right. And like it had suddenly become available. So we book a place and decide, okay, we're going to go and we're just going to stay the night and come back the next day. And that that's how we're going to solve for our, our fairy conundrum. <sighs> and we, so we're going to just put more money into it all. <laughs> yeah. We're going to invest more money, see the stuff we want to see. And we're going to recognize that fairies will get you from one place to another. Maybe on the day that on you're the hoping day. that they will. Yes. Good point. And so we recognize then that like two island hop in Greece actually you just go from one island to another and you stay there until right. you're ready to go to the to next one. Next island. Yeah. And so that was that was our learning curve yeah. for that. But we did get on the original ferry to Santorini that we had planned on. Um, we weren't in business class like we were um, coming to Paros from Athens. And so it wasn't quite as fancy or nice, but um, <laughs> the seats were still comfortable and it was still fine. Yeah, it was like it was, flying it southwest. Was fun. Yeah. It was no biggie. Yeah. Yeah. So you just get on and, and go. Yeah. But like it is just a straight up cattle call getting on and off those things. It's crazy. We were talking about it right before we started recording, and I was just acknowledging that it is like when they kind of like drop the door for everyone to get onto a ferry, mm-hmm. it's exactly the same way as if you were um, getting on the back of a plane, like military people, like running up the ramp in the, from the back of the plane. I'm like, I feel like I'm in Mission Impossible <laughs> and we're like going to like go do something crazy. Well, it's funny too, because like in the ports, they have like different places for you to line up. Mm-hmm. And so... From the port, you're like, okay, this is going to be sort of an orderly process. But then when they kind of like let those first people go, because a boat comes in, a bunch of people get off the ferry. Mm-hmm. And then they let those first people go. It's just rush, just a yeah. mad, just a mad rush. Yeah. <laughs> well, something that's very helpful for people wanting to go to Santorini, but also like a lot of places, but he specializes in Santorini, is a guy named Santorini Dave. And he is a blogger who is incredibly detailed about traveling to Greece and especially Santorini, obviously by his name. Um, And he has really good advice about getting around all the Greek islands and some other places, very practical, very specific logistical advice. So whenever you're wanting to know what bus to catch or what plane, you know, where the planes can go and where ferries are going, he can tell you all of that information. And so it was really helpful for us as we started ferrying around Greece and just to get around in Santorini specifically. So Santorini Dave, he has a website that's probably something like (laughs) SantoriniDave.com. I should have looked looked that up for you guys, but um, he's really easy to find. If you really, if you start searching Santorini, you're going to start finding his stuff and it's incredibly helpful. Yeah. Very well written. Very, very good source of information. Santorini Dave. Yeah. Well, and one other tip that I found to be really helpful is that, you know, you think you can make all these phone calls and get problems solved, or you think you can book things online and get things solved. But in Greece, it was much more helpful to just go down to port and talk to somebody at a desk. And there were people there and honestly, pretty long hours. Like you would see them into the night sometimes, Mm -hmm. like all of those stations would be open. They would answer any questions that you have. Um, for us, that meant that like I could literally walk down to the port, which was in Paros, 
super convenient. I know that's not convenient in Santorini and places, but, um, but in Peros, I just ran down to the port like 10 minutes away and talked to the people at the desk. They got it all scheduled for us really quick and easy. It costs like three euros per ticket for us to change our tickets. So we saved the hundred bucks that we'd already paid into it all. Um, didn't lose a lot of money. Um, and then that kind of made sure that our our ferry was really set the way we needed it to be. Right. But none of that could take place by email, phone, or online. Right. It had to happen in person. Um, so be, having access to the ferry um, offices, I guess you could say, is really, really helpful. And um, we also noticed that in Athens. Yeah, yeah. The best thing to do is like get there in person and ask somebody to help you work it out. And then like they generally do pretty quickly and yeah. can sort of guide you through that. But yeah. Yeah. So all of our solution happened like that morning. Yes. <laughs> and then we like when I ran back, we packed our bags and it was about time for us to come back and to the port <laughs> and load up. So Right. Were you secretly like a little bit pleased or a little bit excited that we had to end up staying? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> thrilled. Were you not? It was incredible. Yeah, it was an amazing place. Oh my gosh. This place we stayed was incredible. Your question is like funny because people have not yet gone online probably to see the video to know how sarcastic you were being because it is so cool. <laughs> this place, we had a private plunge pool, all that kind of stuff. Um, Well, so were you glad or annoyed? This is a question I had already typed up to ask you. Were you happy we were going to Santorini or were you annoyed by that? Because it did mean like another really day full, two days full of hassle that otherwise would have just been spent lounging around Peros. Um, I, I was really glad to get to see Santorini and um, everything about Santorini was great. So I was, I was definitely glad that we went. Um, I think any sort of like last minute change of plans is like, is a little bit annoying and just the fact that like the ferry system couldn't do what they said it would do was a little annoying. Yeah. You know, like it, I'm, I'm looking at your schedule and all I'm asking you to do is to keep your schedule. Right. And so that's a little annoying, but like overall, like I, I think it ended up being really great because we got to stay into the night, which nighttime in Greece is really cool and fun. So yeah. we wouldn't have gotten to do, we wouldn't have gotten to see Santorini at night. Yeah. Um, which I'm really glad we did. The place we stayed was amazing. And so I was, I was glad that it turned out the way that it did. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like you, I don't mind it. Um, well, I'm a little different than you in that I don't mind changing my plans. Like I'm so cool with that. Like last minute change of plans doesn't bother me, but I'm exactly like you when it comes to, I want to be the one to change my plans. I don't want somebody else to. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the, the difference. Yeah. Well, and when we got to Santorini, just to kind of be clear, all these little islands, you know, there's the name of the island, but then the island has different cities and villages on it. Yes. (laughs) And so we, um, I, I say that because they're so tiny and people only ever, I feel like, refer to them by the name of the island, and you don't really hear the name of the cities mm-hmm. as much. I agree 100%. So I had to do a bunch of research to kind of figure out, like, oh, the place I actually want to go to is the city of Ia on the island of Santorini in mm. the country of Greece. You know, like, you kind of have to, like, follow this path, but... um. 
I say that just because that's not common knowledge to Americans, um, exactly which cities you would want to see. And I would say in Santorini, you want to go to Ia. Yes. And it's spelled O-I-A. <laughs> saying that because I, I probably in the video, if I say it at all in the video, I'm pretty sure I say Oya or something <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think by I think by that point, after all of like the the French and Italian and all of that stuff, I think at that point we're just we're just going with sounds when it came oh, comes yeah. to pronunciation. Or we or just stuff. altogether quit saying the names of things. Yeah, it's <laughs> like this this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there, something that's good to know is that there are two different ports mm -hmm. in Santa on the Santorini Island. So there's one for cruise ships, one huge port for cruise ships, and then there's one for ferries that's a lot smaller. Yes. And that was it's really critical to know in a bunch of different ways, but from a transportation perspective, um, especially like if you're driving a vehicle, if you're going to rent a car or something like that, like you're not going to want to do it from the ferry port. No. And you're also not going to walk to the ferry port. You will not want to walk that. It is a very steep road with switchbacks and buses that look like they're just about to fling themselves off of the cliff. <laughs> right. It is wild. And you wouldn't even want to drive, honestly, is the stuff I read. Like, I agree, yeah. It's just not recommended unless you know those roads and you live there or something. But um, let the experts navigate those cliffside <laughs> roads. Um, leave it to the experts. Um, but it's really so small and simple i was really surprised you kind of mm -hmm. arrived to this little port and it's like no big deal like yeah no big deal there might be a little there's a little convenience store and there might be a little place to get lunch and have a drink but there's not much down there and there is a bus and we had some pretty great bus adventures while we we're there <laughs> yes like so we you've done research to find that like it would be pretty easy and cheap to take the bus. Yeah. And the bus gets around really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, and um, everybody kind of does it. So I know like some places you may not want to be on a bus, but in Santorini doing the bus was no, no big deal at all. Like it, yeah. it was, it was quick and, and easy and we get on the bus, you pay as you get on. Mm -hmm. and so you need cash yeah so you need to have cash on you um which messes a lot of people up <laughs> and yeah. so and they're very much like getting you through the line so if you don't have your cash out and you're like oh i gotta get it and you start digging in your bag the people behind you in line are getting, they're on getting the bus. your seat on the bus yeah <laughs> yeah so just just know that have your cash in hand and ready there's typically signage up letting you know how much the bus is going to be mm -hmm. it takes you to sort of a central station where you then like get on the bus to go to the more specific place that that yeah. you want to go well in um, all the buses good point all of those buses i remember reading that all of them go to fira Mm -hmm. um, F-I-R-A. Um, so if you are staying in FIRA, that's really convenient because you just hop on the bus and it doesn't matter which bus you get on, they're going to, you're going to end up in your city because <laughs> that's kind yeah. of that main point for all the buses. They all, they all get to this crazy parking lot in FIRA. Yes. Like this packed, sar packed like sardines, all of these huge coach buses <laughs> and they are in this tiny little parking lot and you're just thinking there's no way there's no, they're all going to hit each other and somehow they get around. Yeah. Yeah. Those bus drivers know what they're doing because they navigate those cliffs and the streets 
and everywhere. And they also mean business too. Like yeah. ferries may not stay on time, but those buses stay on time. Like there was a couple at a stop and the bus driver pulled up, opened the door and was like waving them on, took their cash and like took off. Like they're barely inside the door. Oh they yeah. Like just handed him their cash and he like doors closed. He's gone. Well, actually I remember that story really specifically. He picks them up on the side of a country road mm-hmm. and they're standing there and he starts driving and they're just standing there holding on to seats and hoping that they're not going to fall all over other people. And they start handing him cash and he is literally driving these narrow roads with cars passing and he's accepting their cash and he is driving <laughs> and, and giving them cash back and all this stuff and everyone's kind of looking at each other like I can't believe like he's doing that and I don't even know if they had a place to sit I think they just ended up standing I think they just stood in the aisle yeah until until uh, we got where we were going it was haphazard yeah it's one of those things where you're like just just kind of zone out until like until you get to your stop and then get off and just be glad you made it yeah yeah (laughs) they do mean business though that's for sure like it's uh they move fast and if uh if you don't act quickly you miss your opportunities to get on the bus yeah yeah so know know the places that you want to go look for the signs have have your cash have your cash going yeah. Do you remember showing up to our hotel? I sure do. Cause I was like, well, what first we couldn't find it. Right. Like that's, that's the thing. Like we get to the place and we're looking on Google maps and on Apple maps. And we end up in somebody's yard with their chickens. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> it's right here. It says it's right here. Right. And we walk down this alleyway and if you finally get until, yeah, we're in a yard with chickens and there's nothing else. We're like, well, it's not here. Walk back up to the main road walk down another alleyway it's like i don't think this is it either and then we finally walk down another path by these basketball courts and i'm like oh i see i see a wall over there that looks like there's a path that leads down to something that looks like where we need to go (laughs) yeah and we like wander our way over there and finally finally get there It was really off the beaten path. It was really close to town, so you could walk to everything, no big deal. But it was on the side of the mountain where things got a little bit more open and spacious. And there were, um, it was, it wasn't as steep. um, So you just had kind of like some rolling hills that Mm kind of went into the ocean. And uh, it felt like we were out in the country, for sure. Like there was nobody around. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, and we, we show up. And we tell them who we are and that we like had booked the the one night. We're just staying for one night. And they kept asking us about our bags. Where's your luggage? Which we like, we had left our, our real bags back in Peros because we we're only staying for a night. Yeah. So I just had like a laptop bag with me that had like our camera and like my stuff in it. You just had basically like your purse bag that you carried around. Yeah with your stuff in it. And we were like, Oh, just this. <laughs> and they, were like, they could tell that we're from America and you could just see that they're just not processing. Like how, where are, are like, your bags? Right, like, how are you here yeah. <laughs> with nothing? And especially after having seen so many American tourists throughout all of Europe and recognizing like the massive roller bags that everybody seems to want to carry around. I definitely see their confusion, yeah. but we had to explain to like, the people that greeted us when we walked in and then the person that checked us in and then the person that showed us to our suite. Like we had to walk each of them through the process of like, no, this is it. Like this we're like, it. we're right here. We're minimal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was funny. And the whole time I kept thinking, 
we've got a whole nother place that we're paying for on another island. It was really like annoying to think like, man. Well, it was bugging me too because we had bought a bunch of groceries. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, all those groceries are sitting in that fridge over there. (laughs) Money meant something to us for sure (laughs) on this trip. But like each of these, it was, it was a hotel, but every room was really its own building. It was like little villas. Yeah. So all these separate little villas and they're these white cyclotic homes basically. Yeah. And, um, ours was at the very end, which was so cool. Yeah. Closest to the ocean. Yeah. The best view. And nothing really between us and the ocean. Like it was this huge field. So it wasn't on the ocean, but it was this massive field with nothing, no buildings. So line of sight straight to the ocean and this two story home Mm -hmm. where there's a loft for the bed upstairs, a nice bathroom, kitchen, a nice living room. And then off the back of it, this patio with a plunge pool. That just looked out over the ocean. Yeah. And we got in there and I like, I think we had an honest conversation about like, do we just spend all of our time? Like, are we right even going to go see? Yeah. The rest of <laughs> like, are we going to walk? Are we going to walk the five minutes to actually see Santorini or are we just going to stay right here? Yeah. I mean, there was, that was pretty hard. I was like, this is so great, especially cause we haven't always had, we haven't had any, um, places that we stayed that were incredible there were some really great ones but nothing like this this was just over the top and no like luxury yes like the places that we stayed were very functional Mm -hmm. yes but this was like luxurious and yeah it was really nice it was awesome so we did actually stick around for a while there like hanging out by the by the pool and um, yeah letting ourselves relax and um it was a great place too if you wanted to watch the sunrise or the sunset like i think the sunrise was it it came up on our right and then the sun was setting on our left and Mm -hmm. it was just like you had this great view no matter what um it was the best villa they had which i think was another reason why they're like wait a second, you just booked this. You have no luggage. You're only staying for a night. This is the best villa we have. Like they're like, this is so they couldn't put two and two together. It had the most privacy for sure. Um, man, it was, that was like, it was really, really incredible. Well, and you could see out, like you could see other little small islands Mm -hmm. like out in the sea and like, yeah, it, it was, it was really cool in that way. And I will say that, making it to the Greek islands. Like we had been in Rome where it was crazy hot and in Athens, it was unbearably hot. And so I was kind of gritting my teeth and like, man, this is going to be really, really hot. But those Greek islands, because they're so small and surrounded by water and there's a constant breeze, the temperature was really comfortable. Yeah, it really was. We were there the end of June and I was like, man, it's, it's going to be so hot, like middle of summer. But it was in the like high 70s during the day. The sun was bright, so you would want to be by the pool or something like yeah. you could enjoy it. But the temperature was really nice. Mm-hmm. And especially as the sun would begin to set, like the cool breeze would be super comfortable for hanging out, walking around, doing all the stuff outside. You definitely understand why people flock to the Greek islands. Yeah, for sure. Does the idea of traveling sound overwhelming to you? Perhaps you want to see the world, but you just don't know where to start. 
let Hallie help. Working through Travelmation, Hallie is a travel consultant who can take you wherever you want to go, within the U.S. or abroad. As an authorized Disney vacation planner, she can find a family-friendly vacay that won't break the bank. Looking for something more luxurious? She's your girl. Or perhaps you need to walk on the wild side. Hallie books adventures too. Just reach out to Hallie by phone at 972-822-6315 or email her at H-A-L-L-I-E N-A-R-R-A-M-O-R-E at Travelmation.net. Call Hallie to get your dream vacation plan today. Okay, let's talk about Santorini. Like, let's like really talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> like, and I'm talking specifically about the city of Ia. Oh my goodness, guys. Well, okay, wait, back up. The island itself is so steep. It's like, imagine mountains. It's kind of like I hear, it's kind of like how, how Hawaii is. It's super steep. You've got like these steep mountains coming up out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of like Santorini is, except it's, there's far less green vegetation. <laughs> it's more like rock. But um, but yeah, imagine these mountains coming up out of the water and you've got Santorini with all these surrounding islands that are within eyesight that are also steep and very lots of cliffs everywhere. Um, the thing that, you know, you had mentioned earlier is that pictures really don't show the depth of the natural beauty that it has. It yeah. is so striking. It's crazy. Well, and there's all these, especially in Ia, the the city where we were, which is the one of all like the pictures and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like these white cyclotic homes, this this pure white everywhere, with these blue domes, mm-hmm. kind of all over the place, contrasted with like the the dark rock, and then the blue ocean. Yeah, it is just everywhere you look yeah you're like that's that's amazing like i can't i can't stop just like gawking and looking around yeah well and what little vegetation there is is beautiful so they've Mm. got like green cactus and stuff like that and and vines and um a lot of a lot of trees with flowers that give you like pops of color everywhere um oh it's so beautiful and i was thinking about it and the cycladic homes in Greece, in the islands, they really remind me a lot of the kind of like Pueblo homes that you would see in like New Mexico, except they're pure white. Right. But yeah. very similar in that mm-hmm. it's like kind of a stucco kind of vibe. Yes. Yeah. Which I really like it. Um, it doesn't sound very beautiful, but when you see it all, just like in Santa Fe, you see it all together and you're like, wow, that looks really cool. And uh and I do love just a pure whiteness, like, oh my gosh, especially in a home. It's so beautiful. And it's crazy how the streets, there are few streets. I feel like there's like one main street yes. that goes across the top of the mm. mountain and kind of through the central part of the city. And then everything else is just basically a walking path. So you're just kind of winding down both sides of that street on, and you'd be, imagine if you're on the peak of a mountain, um, on this street and then everything to the left and the right is just going down from there. Yeah. yeah. So you've got all these walking paths that are uh, winding down through all these little doors and all these little doors could be anything you might, there might be a restaurant behind there, a shop or a home or a hotel or an Airbnb, (laughs) or you just never know what's around the next door, which Mm -hmm. I think is really neat. Yeah, it is really cool and cool how it just follows 
follows sort of the, the mountain. So it's not this like straight street. Yeah. Where you could just look down and see forever. It like it's winding and, and up and down and throughout and you just yeah. kind of adventure your way along. Um, it's so cool. There are a ton of people there. So many people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and all of the you will see if you're if you're going on a trip to Greece, you probably have looked up the pictures, you're following people on Instagram and stuff, and you see these spots where people take those pictures. And there's just lines of people waiting mm-hmm. to take that that picture. Yeah. And that picture just gets taken over and over and over again all day long. And you're really lucky if you can take that photo without someone else being in your photo. Yes. It's really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. You have to work really hard to not have a bunch of other people. Which is misleading. Like, you know, background. you see all these photos out in the world that you're like, oh, okay, like that's beautiful. It looks so peaceful. And you're like, no, it's complete chaos. Yeah, it is complete chaos. A madhouse. From the sun up to sundown. And that's the other interesting thing is that it's a very different feel. Sun, the, the sun set and the morning is a very different feel than midday. Yes. Because the sun beats down and everything is bright white and the shadows are harsh and the light is really harsh and it's hot and there's all of that that happens during the day. And that's when you go back to your hotel and you get in your plunge pool. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's why they have them. And that's also why I think in Greece, people spend so much of their time, they have really late evenings. It's because... They can because that's the mm-hmm. best time for them to enjoy the outdoors is late at night because it's relaxing and um, not as hot. Yeah, I do think that's a really good point, too, of like where you stay in Greece, you will want to have an enjoyable place for the afternoons. Mm-hmm. And so plunge pool drives price up, but it's definitely worth it Yeah, uh, because you're like, that's the experience that you're going to want. And yeah. you're, every afternoon, you're not going to want to be out walking around. You're going to want to be either in the ocean, which there is really, really hard to access because you're up on yes. cliffs. And so you're going to want that plunge pool. Mm-hmm. So just save up a little, save up a little more, put a little yeah. more money toward that and know like that's what you're going to want. Santorini. Yeah. And it sounds really luxurious, but you'd be surprised. Like every hotel room, like almost every hotel room and almost every Airbnb is going to have its own plunge pool. So like, don't feel like you're being really um, extravagant in wanting that. Right. Right. Okay. So one thing we did not do, and I would absolutely reserve some money to do this next time because there will be a next time, um, is to rent a catamaran Mm, and take it out on the water. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wouldn't even say rent it. I would say do a catamaran cruise with a group of, you know, six people or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can do that through like TripAdvisor. And in fact, I looked this morning and it was 120 bucks a person for like a half day time (laughs) on a half day trip on a catamaran. I mean, that's like totally worth it. Yeah, that would be totally worth it. Oh my goodness. So look forward to that, honey. (laughs) Next time. It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, But one of the big things is sunset. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, several places that that you can go for sunset. There's a castle, St. Nicholas, I believe. Yeah. um, In Ia that a lot of people go to. It's sort of right on the 
I guess that would be like the Western edge of mm-hmm. things. So the sunset's beautiful and the sunset is over the ocean, but it's also, there's all these other little islands. You see sailboats and cruise ships and, and everything like that down on the water as well. So it, it really makes this picturesque thing and, and it's really popular, really busy. So again, there'll be a lot of people doing it. We didn't go down to do that. We actually stopped at a place to have some cocktails. Yeah. And they set us out on their porch and we got to watch the sunset from, from there. It was kind of funny because like the sun setting and you're kind of thinking like, oh, I'll have this peaceful experience. And that place, the like they were bumping the music. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and, I didn't even remember that. And everyone's just sitting around having cocktails. If there's not a dance floor, at least at that point in the day, there wasn't like maybe that happened there later. But I remember thinking like. We could turn the music down just a little bit. Like we're getting old, aren't we? We don't need like we can turn the music down. We don't need like the club level yeah. like bumping out here while we're yeah. sitting having a cocktail. Yeah. But we got to watch the sunset and I remember um we're sitting there as the sun is setting and evidently there's some kind of tour that you can do where you ride horses because the Wranglers came riding down this street right by the tables where we were and they were leading the pack of all the like the horses and so it's just this long line of like horses and mules like coming down this this street and I just remember thinking like huh I did not expect to like yeah see that as I sat here and drink my expensive cocktail yeah it was like mules or something i was like this isn't mexico i'm really surprised to see this yeah if we had had one more night i definitely would have gone down to the the um view from i I don't know if it's from the castle or of the castle at sunset just because that is so popular Mm -hmm. but man you you didn't mention this, but we actually did go down there we started the process of going down there and it was so packed with so many people bumping into each other and you we we would have had to push through a crowd kind of like at a concert and for us it just wasn't worth that (laughs) (laughs) so we kind of like got there and before we kind of really go any further it was kind of like yeah let's not do this this is not something i'm i'm (laughs) it's gonna feel like is gonna pay off yeah yeah i think that's definitely like go a little early and find your spot and hang yeah. out and wait for sunset kind exactly. of thing. Like we did not time that well to, to do that. Yeah, exactly. And then we ended up um, going to dinner that night and mm-hmm. it was excellent. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Had a hard time finding a place because we'd done all of this pretty last minute, right? Like right. we didn't even plan on going to dinner there originally so um we end up going to a place called karma and it was really hidden away it was like all tucked away it didn't have views necessarily um Mm -hmm. it had really high walls all around it so it felt very exclusive um and i super vibey i loved it and we had dinner at 10 which Mm was uh we felt like we were really trying to like dig into the culture and really embracing, part of, yeah, really embracing, embracing the, the culture life. exactly <laughs> um and it was like most of the seating and i feel like this is the case in a lot of places um in the greek islands most everything is outdoors so mm-hmm. you're like walking up to a place and you're kind of just walking into a courtyard and 
you're in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably not going to go sit inside. And um, that was the case with this place. It was very loungy, lounge-esque with um, sofas and pillows at each table and um, a ton of flowers and vegetation and trees all inside this courtyard. So every table felt like surprisingly private, I felt like. Yeah, yeah. Really um, especially did. in the dark, you know, it was yeah. all... Um, it was well lit, but it was, uh, romantically lit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and the food was delicious. Yeah. Food was really good. It was. And if I went back and looked at some of the stuff on Google and I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. I don't even know how we picked what we were going to eat. Cause it looks so good. Had some local wine, mm-hmm. which again, Greek wine is, they don't export it very much because of the cost of exporting it. So Greek wine is hard to get unless you're in Greece. Yeah. So. And it's really good. And it's really good. Really yeah. Good. Yeah. And they were the first to make wine supposedly. So <laughs> they like to say that. <laughs> they do like to claim that. <laughs> I don't know how Italy feels about that. Um, but yeah, we had like some of the regular stuff you'd expect, like pita bread and dip. And um, I actually ended up having some pasta. It wasn't super traditional. You had like meat and potatoes. Mm. You're you're definitely a meat and potatoes guy. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I always gravitate toward that. And this place did not disappoint. It was. It was yeah. really good. And it was pretty late by the time that we ate and everything. It was like 11:30 at night. And so I thought as we were leaving, like, oh, everything will kind of be shut down. We'll just walk back to our Airbnb and like that'll, that'll kind of be that. And really like the city was still awake and happening. Very awake. So many stores were open. In fact, I remember looking to see if any stores were closed. And I remember thinking that every place was still open at 1130 at night. Which is crazy too that like actual like actual stores. Yeah. So I feel like there are places that you go that like bars and clubs will still be open late, but everything else is shut down. And this like everything everything's up and running. Yeah. No, like, and to be clear, we're talking like jewelry stores, mm-hmm. clothing stores, markets, art galleries, you name it. Those were actual things that I made note of in the moment <laughs> that these things are all open right now. I can't believe it. It's so funny. I wish I would have brought more money if I'm going to be totally honest. We're going to do a recap of gap year, guys, and our time in Europe. And and uh, we've been talking about like, man, what are the things we wish we would have brought? And uh, money. money. Money is one of them. <laughs> more money. Because there were so many clothing stores and all of the clothes were just so colorful. And I am so colorful. I just wanted it all. You did. You did want a little bit of everything from there. But we did eventually make it back to our hotel. Uh, we took another dip in the plunge pool. Night and, dip. Yeah, just to uh, to enjoy it one last time. Then um, woke up to see the sunrise. Oh, my goodness. That is a moment I won't forget. Is I say moment. That is a time I won't forget because we really enjoyed it all morning. Mm, yeah. It was so nice because you've got like the sun is hitting like the prairie grass that's out there on this huge open field and, and the prairie grass is like blowing in the wind. So it looks mm. like its own little ocean out there, you know, and then you've got the real ocean beyond it and everything was just glowing and um, all those white houses like... It's just like a pop 
pop and popping in the sunlight and um we filmed the sunrise actually yeah yeah if you guys go out to the youtube video you'll see like our view in the airbnb itself i mean honestly the airbnb tour is like pretty fun yeah it's a (laughs) good one it's neat to know like what is possible and you can see what you can get for $200. And actually Mm. I think I looked up that place and I think I want to say I looked it up last night and it was like 108 bucks a night or something really surprising. Yeah. Yeah. We were shocked. Like a lot of the Greek Island stuff fluctuates massively um, during time of year. So if you, if you are flexible with your dates, you can really look and get good deals on, on stuff. If there's not a time of year that you absolutely have to go, um, you can find some, find some good deals out there. Yeah. Which now is the time just to be clear. Like you yeah. do not want to go during the winter. Um, when, no. in fact, the places probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't even be able to get a room because they would be shut down. Yeah. 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 A lot of places shut down in what they say November to like February. Yeah. Like 80% of the islands shut down. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you'll definitely want to research and make sure that you'll get to do all the things you want to do, but you can also find like more affordable times than, than maybe peak peak season. Yeah. Um, and then we, we really just, um, took a, took a shuttle back to the ferry port uh, to go back to Peros, we booked the shuttle through the hotel and the, I will say that this was the case in a lot of Greece with the hotels that we stayed at. They talk about booking a shuttle for you and they insinuate that it's like this service and they're really expensive. And so, you know, if you're thinking that this is like, courtyard Marriott offering you a shuttle to the airport for free. That's not what's happening. Like they're like, they're basically booking you a shuttle on a really nice shuttle. That's going to cost you. I think it costs us like 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, And there was no reference to a price either. Right. It was just like, someone will come and get you. And you're like, is this complimentary or is this going to, how much is this going to run us? Yeah. And I I was definitely prepared to like tip the driver. And I thought that it might cost a little. But considering that the bus cost me $2, I was not ready to pay $50. Well, $50 for a shared vehicle. Right. That we, and for a rushed experience because Mm. he ended up getting us, he was like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And we're looking at our watches and we're going, well, you're late. You're Mm. picking up somebody else and we need to go to the airport. Like, this isn't fair. Like we gotta, like you can't go pick somebody else up when you've committed to getting us to the airport on time. Yeah. And so that was like a little frustrating from my perspective. Yeah, it was definitely. And you didn't know, like, cause you found out like, oh, we're picking up other people. So I'm not sure what route we're taking or how many people. Right. And, and for us, like we were going to the ferry stop and he was dropping other people off at the airport. Mm-hmm. And so we're, you oh, know, good point. Yeah. like, so we don't, and I don't know how far the ferry stop is from the airport mm-hmm. or what route we're going to have to go. And so, yeah, it was not, I probably, if I could do it again, I would have just done the bus. Back. I would have just taken the bus back. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because the bus was so easy. Yeah, it was easy and cheap and a little more predictable, I think, than than that. But we we got to meet a couple that was on their honeymoon and we got to talk to them for a little bit. So that yeah. was that was nice. That, an opportunity to meet someone's always fun. But Yeah, that's true. Um, but man, I was like a little woozy by the time it was all over with. I was like all the hills and the curves. Yeah. They got me. I don't know how <laughs> that wasn't the case on the bus. But for some reason this time I was like, oh, I was not feeling good by the time we arrived at the port. But uh yeah. 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 Well, Fortunately, we, had to, we had to find you something to calm your little tum tum down. We did. We had to find some Pringles. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, they had a tzatziki flavored can of Pringles that we could get at the port. I was like, it's a really expensive little port, though. I will say. I was like, my gosh. They've got like, I think you said it well. You called it a captive audience. They have a captive audience so they can like, you know, right. put any kind of price tag on things that they want to. But um, th- something I do want to just like briefly mention Pringles because I love, I'm like a big fan of them now after being in Europe for so long because I've seen how they customize their marketing and their products. They will truly change their product for the different cultures of the markets that they serve. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And they do such a good job. They are in Pringles is in 140 countries and they even have like a passport series that really focuses on different cultural flavors. And, um, we came across so many different flavors when we were overseas. Um, uh, tzatziki, yeah, that's what we them. bought that day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, ketchup. Mm-hmm. In Edinburgh, prawn cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was interesting, shrimp cocktail. Um, Texas barbecue in Paris. Of course. Which was really <laughs> ironic, and we just had to do it. Uh, Yemon. Jemon. How do you, would you say that? I think it's Jemon. Jemon in uh, France and Spain. Yes, which is basically like ham or bacon. Yeah, like bacon. Yeah. But I like to call it. Jamon, Jamon, um, cheese and onion is in England. Mm-hmm. Um, paprika was another one we saw, but then there are so many others that are that I have seen in different places online. I guess you could say when I started looking it up, um, and I just have to rattle through some of these because if you're traveling overseas, you're going to see some of this. They had like hummus and red pepper, spicy chorizo, Italian cheeses and black pepper. Prosecco and pink peppercorn. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, peri peri, uh, which is a South African flavor. Um, uh, focaccia. Am I saying focaccia. that? Right? Focaccia. Focaccia. Italian. Fire roasted jalapeno, fire roasted chicken and herbs in France. Uh, dill pickle. <laughs> hot honey, hot and spicy, cheesy garlic. Elemental, which is one you would find in the Netherlands. Um, explosive chili is in Australia. They've got Philly cheesesteak, which I just thought was like interesting. Um, sweet mayo cheese. Interesting. Mm. Uh, ado- uh, adobaba. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, black truffle and black pepper flame grilled steak in the UK. Do you remember seeing that? I do. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't remember seeing that. A uh, crab in Russia, one called hot diggity dog, which is like <laughs> hot dog flavored. Um, in Japan, they have eggs Benedict, um, seaweed in Thailand and mushroom soup also in Japan. Japan has the most unique flavors from what I could tell. What do you think elemental tastes like? I don't know. When I looked at it, I was like, 
I think it might be basic. Just like mm. this is a basic chip. Gotcha. There's I have to also... say explosive chili has like bad connotations to me. It really does. I'm not sure that I would I don't sure that I would ingest anything that has the word explosive <laughs> attached to it. Oh man, that's a good one though, right? Like I'm like, <laughs> that's real. I see it right here. That's real. That's funny. Um, were there any moments that stood out to you in Santorini that you just like, when you think of it, you just have like a snapshot in time? Um, I think when we, like when we went in the evening to like walk around and, and take some pictures and just kind of see it, we sort of came up to the top of this hill and we walked over to an edge where you could kind of see the city for the first time. And I think I was blown away at how like vast and dramatic it was mm-hmm. and how high we were up off of the ocean Yeah, that the city was like just perched on these cliffs and, and seeing it all kind of laid out in front of you with the white homes and the blue domes and like the big blue ocean underneath is one of those times where it sort of stops you in your tracks. Yeah. And I remember that point being like, wow, this is why people come here. Yeah. Like it, it makes sense why you would work this hard to get to a place like this. Mm-hmm. Because I think for a lot of my life and, and probably a lot of Americans too, you're like, well, the ocean's the ocean. I've been to Florida. How could it really be that different? Yeah. And... And so you think of like going to all the work of flying over to Greece, getting to a Greek island and you're like, but I could just, I could just go to Jamaica or something like that. And you show up there and you're like, wow, it, it really is something special and worth the journey to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The natural beauty I think is so shocking to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. I didn't realize that. And it, it's also what sets Santorini apart from other islands. Because you can go to other Greek islands, but Santorini is really dramatic in its yes. natural beauty. Yeah, far different than the others. Yeah. yeah. So, um, at least from, from the others we went to. We went to Peros right. and Mykonos. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it definitely stood out that way. What about moment for you? Um, I would say definitely that sunrise in the morning mm-hmm. um, from the Airbnb and like the complete privacy and and then just sitting, I mean, honestly waking up that morning and you can hear the wind blowing through the the whole villa because we, there was no air conditioner. You just kind of open up the windows. Mm-hmm. It, well, maybe there, 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 there was, was an air conditioner. We just didn't need it. We didn't need it because we opened up all the windows and um, and so the wind is like coming through and then you can hear the sound of the pool just kind of like trickling water and yeah. um, and that for me was like that was great. It would have been the only thing that would have made it better is if I had coffee and I didn't have any coffee that morning <laughs> because you did in Peros. There's coffee sitting I there. I know in my coffee was sitting in Peros, but <laughs> we didn't go to the grocery store in Santorini. But um, yeah, that was a great moment. 
But you guys, we have just a little bit more of Europe to share with you. Mm -hmm. So next up is Mykonos, um, still in the Greek islands. Um, After that, we're going to be making our way back to the U.S. via Dover and London. So we'll tell you a little bit about those in coming episodes too. Um, And for now, um, if you want to see more of all of this, and maybe you don't have time to go out and see the actual YouTube video, you can see shorts on um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We put out little clips of things that are also really fun to see and can help you on your as you determine your own adventures yes definitely go check those out you'll want to kind of see the things that that we're talking about we also have a way for you to connect more directly with the show by participating in it so we have an email address out there it's travelfilmapodcast at gmail.com and what we would like for you to do is share your travel stories maybe you've been to the greek islands or maybe you've been to other places that just blew you away because they were so dramatic. Maybe you've had a crazy experience with fairies or with another kind of transportation, whatever it is, if it's travel related, we want to hear about it. We want to share your stories. So you can type us up an email, send it to us. We'll read your stories here on the podcast, or you can create a voice memo with your phone and just email that to us. And we'll just plug it straight in here. So your story will be shared through your voice with everyone in the travel FOMO family. So go out there, take advantage of that. Again, the email address is travelfomopodcast at gmail.com. We're desperately looking to hear from you. (laughs) That's right. Okay, guys, go out there and plan a vacation because life is short. Wander well.